the story is pretty graphic. Here goes. It's been a few years since it happened, and I still have severe PTSD from it, and I'll always remember the day like it just happened. To set the scene, I lived out towards the country, and I lived on my own. My older brother lived next door in his own home with his family, and my parents lived down the street from us. My house was a one-bedroom, and I was sitting down in my living room when it all went down. December 23rd, 2020, late at night. I had just gotten back home from Christmas shopping, and I had sat down to eat my Taco Bell. Not even ten minutes after finishing my food, I heard a loud bang, and then my front door was kicked in. Three guys shot through my door, then came barging in. They were all wearing masks, and they all had guns. They were there to rob me. They all began pistol-whipping me, and I knew in that moment that if I didn't get outside somehow, they were going to kill me in my own home. I managed to convince them that I had left my money in my truck, and they shoved me outside. I then literally started fighting for my life. During the fight, one of the guys yelled, Shoot him! And I felt a burning sensation in my leg, but I just kept fighting. Then a second shot went through my hip, and I fell to the ground. They then fired a third shot at my head, and I felt like the left side of my head was on fire. I knew that I needed to play dead to survive. They must have thought they killed me, because they then ran after that. I managed to somehow crawl from the front of my home out in the street. My brother and his wife were down the street in my parents' house, and somehow came just in time to find me. They then immediately called 911, and while they were trying to stop the bleeding, the guys came back in their car and tried to run me and my sister-in-law over. With a shattered leg and severe blood loss, I managed to push us out of the way, and the car nearly missed us. Thankfully, the sheriffs were not too far behind, and my family pointed out the car. Then a high-speed chase began. They drove through a field and then fled on foot and got away. The sheriff who was on scene saved my life and it stopped the bleeding in my leg. Thankfully, the bullet in my head just grazed the side of it. I was hospitalized for a month. They caught the owner of the car and he went to jail, but he was released about a year ago, unfortunately. Even though they found the gun he used to shoot me and my blood was in his car. I still suffer every day from mental and physical problems from that night, and I probably always will. But thank God I'm alive. I've always listened to horror stories on YouTube, but I've never thought that anything like that would happen to me. For some context, I'm a 14-year-old boy, and I'm in the ninth grade, so I'm a freshman in high school. My mom and dad are divorced, so every day after school I walk to my mom's house. Then when my dad gets off work, he would pick me up from her house and take me to his house, which is in the county and about a 45-minute drive from my mom's house. This will come into play a little later in the story. This happened two weeks ago, so it's still very fresh in my mind. It was a Friday, and I was in my geography class, which is my last period, and this kid was sitting in the back of the class and kept looking at me. He had a hood up, so I couldn't really see his face. And the reason that the teacher wasn't suspicious that he was there because we had a substitute that day. 
After about 30 minutes of him looking at me, I get up and I walked over to him. I then decided to ask him what his name was because I didn't know if he had a disability or something and I wanted to be nice to him. But right when I got to him and asked him his name, he just glanced me up and down, then put his head down. The weird thing though is that it looked like he had a stubby beard, like he had just shaven off his beard but didn't cut it short enough. So I just walked away and sat back down. Cut to when the bell rings and I start walking home. I'm about halfway to my mom's house and I'm crossing an alleyway. I look over about one or two blocks and I then see someone in all black just look at me. To be honest, I should have been more concerned, but I just thought it was some crackhead or a homeless person because it's pretty common to see crackheads around where I live. But then I was about four blocks from my house and I looked behind me and I saw the same guy again. He was now around three blocks behind me. So I picked up the pace and I started walking faster. Once I got home, I didn't see the guy again for a while. Fast forward three or four hours and my dad was there to pick me up. So I went outside and got in his car. But then I could have sworn I saw the same guy again in the alleyway that was next to my mom's house. I was pretty freaked out at this point. So I just looked away from him and put my head down. My dad then stopped at a gas station about two blocks away from my mom's house. I really didn't want to stop there, but he said that we had to. So I then went inside with him and got a drink while he paid for the gas. He then pumped the gas and I got back in the car. When I got in the car, I got that feeling like someone was watching me. So I looked around and I didn't see anything. So I just brushed it off and then turned on the radio. Then my dad gets back and we get in the car and we're now on our way to his house. We got home and my dad said he had to go back to his work and get his phone because he forgot it there. His work wasn't very far because he paints houses and the house he was painting was like 15 minutes away from our house. So he dropped me off at his house while he went to his work to go get his phone. So as he left, I then went inside and sat on the couch. That's when I then heard a noise from outside. So I thought my dad was back or something, but it was actually coming from the car. I went outside and stood on the porch looking at the car, and as I was standing there, I was getting really scared, so I went inside and grabbed a pocket knife. Then I went back out, and I then saw the trunk of the car was now wide open. At this point, I'm getting really freaked out, so I ran back inside and locked the door. My heart sunk as I then heard three faint knocks coming from the door. I almost shit myself. I then slowly walked to the door and then peeked through the blinds. And my worst nightmare then came true. It was the guy from before who was watching me. I then realized that it wasn't just some random guy. It was the kid from school. Except it wasn't a kid. He looked like a 40 to 50 year old man. He was probably about 6 foot tall and 200 pounds. For context, I'm 5 foot 8 and 170 pounds, so I'm not small for a ninth grader, but I also stood no chance against this guy. So I then ran to my room and I grabbed my dad's 20 gauge shotgun from the back. But all I could find was birdshot, so if I shot him he would definitely survive and he could still probably fight back. 
Then I locked myself in my room and I was just really hoping you would leave. Thinking back on this now, I don't know why I didn't call the cops or my dad, but even if I did call the cops, they definitely wouldn't get there in time. Then I had heard glass break. I didn't know if he broke a window or the glass door or something else, but I did know that he was in the house. I heard him walking around opening doors. Then he came to my door, but he realized it was locked. He then started banging on it, screaming words that I couldn't even understand. I yelled at him to leave or I'd shoot him, but that didn't stop him. So I did it. I shot right through the door, and I heard him yell out in pain. I opened the door, and he was now standing at the other end of the hallway. He saw me come out, and he then charged at me. But since I shot him with the birdshot, it didn't put him down. But I then emptied the last three bullets in the gun on his chest, as he then charged at me and then fell to the ground. I really didn't know if he was dead or not, so I just sprinted past his body on the ground and then ran outside. I then saw my dad pulling into the driveway. I ran to his truck then frantically telling him what happened, but I could hardly get the words out. But when I finally told him, he then called the cops. We locked ourselves in my dad's truck until the cops got there, just in case. My dad had his 9mm pistol with him, and he had it on his lap just in case. Then about 30 minutes later, the cops finally arrived. They then went inside and found the guy. When the officer came out, they said they found him bleeding out in my bedroom closet, and he was holding one of the rifles. Then the second officer came outside, practically dragging the man to their car. It was finally over. But the most horrifying thing was that he was able to go into the closet and take one of my guns after I shot him four times. To this day, I still have no idea why this man did all this to me. Every noise I hear now freaks me out, and I recently learned that I now have PTSD from this experience, but I'm getting a little better, and I'm not thinking about it as much anymore. But the reason I'm telling you this story is because I just really need to get this off my chest, and I can't stand keeping all this to myself and a bunch of cops. And that's why I'm submitting this story anonymously. I'm a 17-year-old girl from Australia. This happened to me a year ago when I was 16. I remember it vividly, and I'm now permanently paranoid because of what happened. Now, the suburb I'm living in, I wouldn't necessarily say is very dangerous by any means, but it's definitely not the safest either. There are heaps of drug dealers, robbers, and whatnot. The day this story occurred was like any other day. I went to school, came home, ate, and then went to bed at a reasonable time. However, at around 2am, I remember being somewhat half asleep because of this gnawing feeling of unexplainable dread. Even in my sleep, I was able to hear unintelligible murmuring from outside my window, which sounded male. When I heard this, I immediately knew something was really wrong, and I fully woke up. Not long after, I had heard hands fiddling with the locks on my windows, followed by the sound of loud clawing and pounding. Obviously absolutely petrified, my brain kicked into flight mode, and I then ran as fast as I could to my parents' room and I remember saying in a panicked voice, There's someone outside my window! 
My dad, along with my older sister who knew self-defense, went outside to see what was going on. The pounding at my door had stopped, and at this point I wasn't even sure if what I heard just a few minutes ago was real or a dream, as nothing like this had ever happened to me before. Well, ten agonizing minutes later, my dad and sister re-entered the house. I remember asking them if they saw anyone, and they said they saw a person on the road in front of our house, and they described him as a shirtless, extremely pale, tall, and skinny man. My dad and sister watched him from a distance as he creepily wandered aimlessly away from the house down to the next street. The way he was walking was so strange that my dad said that he must be on some type of drugs. While we weren't completely sure at the time that the guy on the street turned out to be the man that tried to get through my window, needless to say, I was mortified and I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. In my mind, I just kept wondering what would have happened if he were to get inside. And what's even scarier is that the day before this happened, I was cleaning my room and I noticed my windows were unlocked, which I luckily locked right away. I don't even want to think about what would have happened if I didn't notice that my window was unlocked. We notified the police about what happened, and they came to our house the next day to collect fingerprints from my window. Turns out the same night, the guy was actually successful breaking into an old woman's house, which also happened to be on the same street as ours. The woman ended up fine, but was extremely terrified. The police suspected that he was on some kind of heavy drugs and that he was just up to no good. It took me a solid week or so after it happened to be able to properly sleep in my room again. Even now, a year later, if I ever hear a noise outside my window, I start getting that same terrified feeling that I got the day the crazy man tried to get into my room through the window. If anyone can take anything from this story, Please make sure you have proper safety and security precautions built within your house, because it just might save your life. Before I start this story, I want to share some context. The story took place when I was 11. During this time, my parents and my closest friend's parents used to all work. So, me, my two friends, S and B, used to spend the evening at S's house while we waited for our parents to get home from work. On this day, S had actually forgotten her homework, so she had to go back to her school to go get it, while me and B waited for her. After getting her homework, then we all walked home together. Once we got home, S had told me how she had left her key in the door because she couldn't get it out of the lock. I know that this sounds really stupid, but we were kids. She had really left the key in the lock and had come to school without it. As soon as we entered the house, there were unknown shoes at the front door. Then we saw S's mom's wallet opened up at the kitchen counter. Now, S said it was her mom who'd left it open, but it was still weird to us. Now, this was a two-story house and we were on the bottom floor at the dining table doing our homework. S and B started saying that they could hear footsteps from upstairs. To our knowledge, no one was supposed to be home except for us. After a while of hearing the same creaking sounds, we got scared and ran into the backyard to try and get away. We ended up calling S's dad on the home phone, but he didn't believe us and he said we were just imagining it. Since everyone was too scared to go into the house, we ended up running back to the school. Once we got to the school, 
We had told a teacher about what happened and what we heard. Then the police were called. The police went to the house, and no one was found in the house. But once we returned, the unknown shoes that were there at the front door were gone. Also, the window in S's room was wide open when she was sure that she had closed it. We suspect the intruder snuck in while we were walking to the house in an attempt to rob it. They probably left the shoes at the front door to avoid footprints on the carpet since the whole house had white carpet. And then once they noticed us coming, he probably ran upstairs, which is why we heard the footsteps from upstairs. Then we think he climbed out of the window in S's room since that was an easy way to climb down from there. This is just a theory though. Who knows? I mean, none of the adults believe us. But even five years later, this still haunts me. To start off, I'm a 14-year-old girl who's obsessed with animals, specifically horses. I was looking for small jobs to help give me some extra money to support my expensive obsession. Around that time, my next-door neighbor had just had hip surgery, so she couldn't move around much or really stand for too long. She had a collie mix who needed to be walked two times a day. We'll call him Marco for the sake of the story. She asked me if I would be willing to walk him, once in the morning at 8, and once in the evening at 5. She agreed that she would pay me $25 a week, which was a hell of a deal for me back then. I had started walking him in June, and continued up until now, which is November. This actually happened back in September. After school, one day I went to go walk Marco. On that day, my neighbor told me that she would be gone for the day and that I needed to feed Marco and give him fresh water as she wouldn't be home until late. I unlocked the garage door, going into the house and grabbing Marco. I had decided to leave the garage door up. A stupid mistake on my part. I thought it would be fine though, as we lived in a pretty good neighborhood. I finished walking Marco and had headed back to the house. As I approached the garage, I noticed the door to go inside the house was wide open. I remembered closing it but and just brushed it off, blaming it on the wind as it was extremely windy that day. I then fed Marco, gave him water, and then locked the door and closed the garage. Later that night at around 7.30, I was laying on my bed listening to scary stories when I had gotten a text. It was from my neighbor saying, did you open the back door to the deck? It was wide open when I came home, as well as the gate to the deck. Shivers went down my spine, as I vividly remember never unlocking the back door. The door was different, as you can't unlock it from outside even with keys. Someone from inside had to unlock it and open it. I replied back, No, I didn't go anywhere near that door. Is everything still there? She replied back a little while later. Yeah, everything's in the same spot. Must have been the wind or something. I knew very well that it was not the wind. I don't have any more updates to this story, unfortunately. But it still haunts me to think that someone could have been in the house when I was there. I was alone and caught off guard. If I had been kidnapped, no one would have known until it was way too late. Be safe, everyone. And no matter how safe your neighborhood is, always lock your doors. Hey everyone, 
That's about it for today's stories. If you have your own story that you would like to send, you can send it in at southerncannibal.com or you can email it at southerncannibalstories at gmail.com. I look forward to telling your story. Have a good night or good day, everyone. And remember, to always.